Koko Aneta Sokei is a media professional who is passionate about telling stories through visual media and skilled at leveraging digital communities to boost brand awareness and build loyalty. When she isn't working, she is binging on Netflix shows while wolfing down dried fruits or getting life and Indian drama updates from her daughter. Please welcome Koko Aneta Sokei for this professional workshop titled The Dangers of Self-Editing. Hi, my name is Koko Aneta Sokei. Today I will be speaking on the dangers of self-editing. So, if you're a writer, this story may be a bit familiar to you. You've spent months working on your book. You've read it over and over and over again. You've gone through every line. You've spent weeks carefully crafting every sentence, putting your paragraphs together. And then you're done with your manuscript. And then you send it to maybe family and friends. You send it to better readers to read through your work. And then they come back to you like, oh, here are some mistakes we've spotted in your work which is all fine and good you rewrite you go through your manuscripts again you reword everything fix all the errors fine you know you take it back you go through it one more time reread it over and over rewrite restructure the sentences correct those errors and you've fixed it you fixed your work to the best of your abilities now this is the stage where some people may realize oh maybe i should share this with an editor and that's the right move you should share your work with an editor because okay you know what let's not skip ahead share your work with an editor so you go ahead and send your work to an editor and your editor comes back they send you that email the first few paragraphs great compliments oh this is a really good story i really enjoyed reading it i like the direction you're going etc etc and you're like yeah this is good you know my work is good your confidence is boosted your assurance is <laughs> assured for lack of a better word and the email goes on to say they've made a few notes and then you open what they've sent back and you're suddenly blinded by a full page of red i've been there i know it's not a good feeling because this email just took you from like not feeling so sure about your work to feeling like yeah i actually did decent work and you open it and there are just red marks everywhere at this point you're going through a bunch of emotions usually you're like wow so where did i go wrong what did i do right everything here is marked with some sort of revision or correction so how much of my work my original work is going to be left when i make all these changes maybe this editor doesn't know what you're doing maybe this editor is out to get me maybe this editor is biased or doesn't like my work or doesn't really know what you're doing do i know what i'm doing and these are all it's normal it's a normal phase that we all go through it's a normal thought process especially when it's your first time so you know accept these feelings deal with them get to a place where you need to get to for you to move forward with your work because believe it or not no editor is out to get you it's just 
there are a few mistakes you can make and a few things you can gloss over when you're self-editing and the major thing is you're too familiar with the work it's your work this is your story this is your baby essentially and i don't think there's any parent out there who feels that someone else knows their child more than they do this is a very common feeling but it's also the major reason why self-editing is not a great idea i'll break it down the greatest reason why self-editing is not a great idea is that you're too familiar with the work you're not going to be able to take your time to take the time needed to read through your manuscript and point out every flaw every error you, you would even see it if we're being honest because in your eyes this is your work and now so i'm going to break this down into three things the first thing is that you're not going to see words that may have been omitted you can run your manuscript through spell check and yeah it will point out some of the errors it will show you when you've repeated a word but if a word it cannot show you what is wrong with a word that you've omitted essentially and when you're reading it you're not going to know all the time that that word is missing because your brain knows what is supposed to be there right so that's the first thing you omit a lot of words secondly you know what you mean you can have something like Ade climbed the horse he looked back who looks back Ade or the horse now you can assume your readers know what you're talking about because you know what you're talking about but then is that really an assumption you want to make and then because you're so familiar with the story you know the story inside and out two things can happen you can either over explain and spend like a whole paragraph explaining a scene because you want people to see what is in your head you want people to see the story the way you see it and then that just leads to run-on sentences over explanation just a lot of things that your reader really doesn't want secondly which is kind of the opposite of over explaining is not explaining enough because you know what you want to say and again you're going to make an assumption that your readers know what you're talking about now that's just like the basis of the mistakes that can be made when you're self-editing i've tried my best to condense the mistakes you can make while self-editing into this very simple points but other mistakes you can make are syntax your plot your structure your characters you can even make mistakes with your characters if you're not being careful and so this leads us to what does an editor do for you so what can an editor do for you the first thing to keep in mind is an editor's primary job is to upgrade your manuscript you have to take your manuscript from what it is which is essentially a rough draft and develop it into something publishable they do this in two ways first of all spotting and fixing errors secondly helping with development now when an editor first reads through your scripts they have no expectations it's like a mechanical process they are reading with a goal in mind they are reading to find the errors to make revisions or suggestions 
and to correct your errors that is the fixing errors that's the first point so this happens either in copy editing or in proofreading actually it happens in both to be honest but it depends on which phase you decide to get an editor involved development now this is the details of your story the plots the structure your character development this is what developmental editing does for your work it takes your drafts and builds it into a coherent story it makes it make sense not just to you but to your readers as well which at the end of the day is the reason why you're writing your book isn't it i highly recommend you get an editor if not to work through this three phases of editing you can either get one involved in the copy editing and in developmental editing or in the proofreading stage i recommend all but that's completely up to you and what you want out of your manuscript and your story now of course there are so many assumptions about why you don't need an editor most of all being that oh they're too pricey or they're not going to do the edits you want or they're going to take you out of your book fine and good if you insist that you must self-edit here are a few things you should keep in mind first of all avoid fancy words it's the temptation to show people that we know english is high i get it you want people to know you went to school you want people to know you know book right that's great but if you can say ada was confused there's really no reason to say ada was fallen or discombobulated or like we get it you know english but what if your reader doesn't right these are things you should keep in mind keep it as simple as possible you don't get extra points for using scrabble words in your book the second thing is adverbs are lazy you know when you say oh she quietly walked up the stairs he distraughtly fainted he gasped surprisingly we don't really need all of that use words Sim like i said keep it simple the simpler the better no one really do you know anybody who screamed distrustly in real life thirdly for spotting errors and fixing them when spotting and fixing errors you spell check find and replace these are tools you can find in microsoft word they make it a lot easier later on i'll also be sharing some tools you can use outside of microsoft word to help you be better with your editing so this is an addition to using adverbs avoid ridiculous emotions all those over explainers or modifiers are not really necessary you know this brings us back to the she sighed in exasperation why else would someone sigh right always favor the active voice instead of the passive voice it gives more urgency to the story that you're telling for example instead of saying the car was knocked over the bridge and the door flung open you can say the car was damaged in the accident simple short straight to the point gets the message across so some editing and writing tools you can use to improve your work i personally use grammarly a lot i have the add-on on my google taskbar because it helps you spot errors as you write 
if you're not writing in Microsoft Word, sometimes I write on Google Docs. So while I'm writing there, it helps me spot and immediately fix errors. Um, depending on the plan you pay for, you can also pick what you want your tool, your Grammarly, to look out for while you write. So it helps me with syntax, it helps me with tone, etc, etc. There's Canva you can use for design and laying out your work. There's Evernote, which can help you set out tasks. It can help you. Evernote is essentially where you can lay out your thoughts for your book. So that's where you can write your chapter synopsis. It can be where you design the outline for your book. It's basically your task board, but also your design board. There's Myla Notes, which is good for helping you keep track of your characters, designing and keeping track of your characters and all that. There's Todoist, which is to help you track your work. You can set task lists for yourself and deadlines with Todoist. So you have your reminders to let you know, oh, write two chapters today or include this. Like maybe you're on the road and you remember something, you can quickly impute that in your Todoist so that when you get home or when you're working on your manuscript, it reminds you to include whatever you remembered there's hemingway which kind of works like grammarly but i don't personally don't use that as much so i'm not exactly sure of all the features i just know it works kind of like grammarly where can you find so you want to get an editor where can you find an editor simple catch you for <laughs> Needless to say, Kashiko has some really good editors, if I do say so myself, and I do. So you can always reach out to Kashiko to get an editor for your work. If you decide not to go to Kashiko route for whatever reason, you can ask your author friends or your family friends. If you're writing a book, you probably know one or two other people who have written books as well. Ask them who did their editing or if they know of any editors that they can recommend. Thirdly, you can do a web search. You can search Google to find editors around you, or you can go on Twitter or Facebook or Instagram and be like, hey, I'm looking for an editor. Can you send me your rate cards or your, you know, portfolios and stuff like that? But yes, I hope, <laughs> I hope I've been able to convince you that self-editing may seem like the simplest and easiest way to go, but it's not always the best. I wish you all the best in your writing endeavors and I cannot wait to see the amazing work you put out in the future. Once again, my name is Coco and I'm It was great doing this with you. Have a blessed day.